You're listening to the Rooted Feminine Podcast, the place for sovereign women who want to honor just how potent they truly are. I'm your host, Marissa Lawton, a former licensed psychotherapist turned sacred steward, and it's my mission to help women cultivate grounded relationships with their feminine energy and step more fully into their divinity. I walk alongside feminine seekers as they remember their magic, reconnect with ancient rhythms, and reclaim their divine power. By moving beyond patriarchal constructs and good girl conditioning, we are all able to co-create a life of spiritual intention. Each week, we will work to root spiritual concepts in the earth and in the body. You'll get a sense of what it's like to open yourself up to your mysticism like never before and you'll be inspired to walk the feminine path, pouring into yourself and the collective around you. From the way you make your money, to the way you trust your path, and the way you show up in the world, you really can embody your soul's truth. So keep listening and prepare to enter Temple Space. Hey sisters, let's be honest. There's a difference between your spiritual path being something you do and being who you are. We're all here listening today because we're craving the embodied power that is possible when we resurrect our relationship with ancient and sacred wisdom. But none of us is alone when we realize we have a lot of work to do, individually and collectively, in order to help the divine feminine truly rise. Truth is, there are generations worth of deconditioning and decolonizing work that needs to happen for goddess energy to feel safe enough to flourish and each of us has a different soul calling and dharmic purpose to help her do just that while this all sounds so magical it's not really that easy to step out of the systems and structures we've known all our lives even if our intuition is screaming at us to do so and we all could use a little guidance on how best to bravely step onto the feminine path this is why i made you an insightful quiz In nine grounded questions, you'll see exactly where you're at in your divine feminine journey and what could help you most as you root into your spiritual growth. It's super easy for you to take and it will give you incredible insight into awakening your magic and stepping into your power. Simply head on over to rootedfeminine.com slash quiz to take the first step in your rerouting journey. Hey sister, welcome to episode 11 of Rooted Feminine. I feel a little emotional today, a little hmm, in my feelings today. And so this episode about stop trying to fix your shadow, I think is going to be really appropriate. Um, I think this is a big mistake that a lot of people, especially, you know, me included, when we step onto our spiritual path, we're leaning into our spirituality to fix ourselves to heal ourselves we are so broken we need to be healed there's things that are wrong with me I want to fix them right and we see our spiritual path as the answer to that but I think that's a mistake Um, I think instead it's about bringing an awareness to our shadowy side instead of trying to fix our shadow I think that it's more about befriending our shadow. And so that's what I want to talk about this week. Like, what does it mean to be a human? What does it mean to have parts of us that we recognize maybe 
aren't the healthiest or aren't the best and do they always need to be fixed or can they be embraced? Can there be a sense of radical acceptance? So I hope you'll go along with me today. Maybe you're in your feels a little bit too. <laughs> we can we can just go together. Um, last week on our episode, I talked a little bit about shadow work, what it is and why it's important and how it's really being willing to look at places that a lot of people won't look. Now, if you want help with this, we are having a wisdom event later this month, August 21st. And we will be doing this together in sisterhood. So on that Monday night, we'll be meeting at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. There will be a replay, so you can absolutely um, register even if you won't be able to attend live. But if you do want that sisterhood community support around some shadow work, you definitely want to try and show up and be there live. We are calling this event... Um, a womb work event because shadow work takes place in the womb space in that healing watery dark cave so we will be looking at the three archetypes that I recommend working with in your shadow that can really be great guides here um, and we will be talking about the wisdom that these archetypes provide the medicine that they bring to our shadow work as well as doing some embodiment practices. So you will have some practices that you can not only do together with me in circle, but practices that you can then bring into your um, morning routine or whatever, wherever you do your practice. And you can have some things to work on um, to guide you in the shadow work. This is going to be super beginner friendly. So even if you haven't done a lot of shadow work before, don't worry, um, I will guide you former psychotherapist here, very trauma-informed, very good at holding spaces where we'll be doing some shadow work. Uh, but even if you aren't new and you've done this before, uh, working with these archetypes can take you as deep as you want. Um, so still definitely register, show up, come hang out with us in Circle, and work on some shadow work. You can find that link over at rootedfeminine.com shadow. All right. So as I was mentioning last week, we talked about why is it important to do shadow work? This is basically an exercise in bravery, right? It's an exercise in willingness. It's an exercise in surrender, right? Because when we go to the shadowy places, we don't always know what we are going to see. And we certainly won't always like what we see. But I do want to make the point that that does not mean that we always have to fix what we see. There's such a message of heal, 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 fix, 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 right? In the spiritual space. And there's absolutely a time and a place for that. There are things that you're going to see in your shadow work that you're like, holy shit, I hate that. I don't want to do that anymore. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve others. It's not helpful. It's harmful. And so you will probably want to take active steps in shifting that and changing that and transmuting that. But not every single thing that you encounter needs to be fixed or needs to be healed and certainly doesn't need to be healed or fixed right away, okay? So maybe you're like, mm, eventually I'd like to change that about myself or eventually I'd like to shift that, but it doesn't have to be this moment, right? So approaching shadow work from a, I need to fix it mentality is this mistake that we see. When we're overly focused on fixing what we're essentially doing is denying the parts of ourselves and the experiences we've had 
that make us unique, right? And yes, I understand from a trauma-informed perspective that some of our traumas, they have shaped us, but that doesn't mean that we're happy about that. That doesn't mean that that has served us in any way, but, but in a harmful way, right? So I'm not saying like, oh yeah, there's, there's medicine in your abuse. There is, but we don't need to um, spiritually bypass it, right? This shadow work is not bypassing. It is not saying that, oh, I, it's all good. Love and light, love and light. Yeah, that that terrible, terrible thing happened to me, but I'm, I'm fine, right? That's not what we're doing here. But part, a big, big, big part of the shadow work is the examination, is the, the understanding and the recognition we don't always have to act on our awareness. We don't always have to act on our recognition and certainly not in the moment. Okay. So that's why I was saying there may be times where you're like, yeah, I'd like to shift that eventually. But right now I'm going to sit with an awareness. I'm going to sit with the wisdom that I'm getting from this and putting the pieces together. I'm connecting the dots. Okay. Connecting the dots is powerful. Connecting the dots is wise. Connecting the dots is potent. Okay, so just because the dots connect doesn't mean that the ne very next step is action. Right? These things that we've all been through, the little T traumas, the big T traumas, the, even if we don't consider them traumatic, they may be learned behaviors, right? Things we picked up from our caregivers, things we picked up from our childhoods, right? They don't have to be traumas, but they can still be patterns and, and ways of being that maybe aren't serving us, but they certainly are still a part of us. They are still a piece of us and a part of us. And when we just want to eradicate them, we're basically eradicating a part of ourselves. We're eradicating a piece of ourselves. And I think it's so much more beneficial to sit with the wisdom of those parts sit with the wisdom of those parts of ourselves to see if there is a message, to see if there is medicine. Of course, some things are going to be too fresh. Some things are going to be too triggering. Maybe those aren't where we go right away, right? Last episode, I also talked about doing this gently and doing this slowly. Okay, so some of the, the experiences, the learned um, patterns, the learned behaviors are not things that we want to do first. That might not be the, the the first shadow work we do is on the most traumatic thing we've ever had, right? Or the most traumatic thing we've ever experienced. So let's spend some time connecting the dots. Let's spend some time listening. In this case, listening with our womb spaces, listening with these deep wisdom centers. There's a previous episode about the... Um, feminine wisdom center. So if you're not sure what I'm talking about, you can go back and listen to that one. But talk about what wisdom do we get from this womb space? Why are we working with the womb space in our shadow? Learning to listen. So when we can do this shadow work as a means of exploration, as a means of befriending instead of fixing, this is where we're honoring ourselves. We're honoring our totality and we're honoring our wholeness. Yes, even the things that we're not proud of or the things that um, cause us shame 
or the things that embarrass us or the things that hurt us or the things that are painful, we're still honoring their existence. We're honoring how they contribute to our totality. We're honoring how they contribute to our wholeness. And so not every single thing needs to be fixed. You are a beautiful human as you are. You are beautiful as you are. You are soulful as you are. And so instead, can we focus on radical acceptance? Can we work on saying, yes, this happened. Yes, it was terrible and horrific. And as unfortunate as it might be, it is a piece of me and a piece of my story. Yes, I push people away, or yes, I'm terrified of money uh, insecurity, or yes, I'm whatever. That's, that's a piece of me. It's not the piece I'm most proud of, but I understand it. I'm listening to it. I'm getting the wisdom from it. I'm hearing what it has to say. I'm seeing what it has to show me. Okay, this awareness is key. Now, I'm, I don't think that this gives us permission to just fly off and hurt people or to behave, quote unquote, badly or whatever, right? Um, I don't know if I love that word, but to, to cause harm, right? If anything is bad, I think it's causing harm to ourselves and others, right? So just because something happened to us, it doesn't give us permission to be assholes, right? Or to hurt people or to hurt ourselves. So... This is not like just a blanket. Oh, that that's part of my shadow. It's just who I am. I'm going to continue to be a bitch or I'm going to continue to be this blah, 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 because that's just who I am. No, it's not what we're saying, right? We're not saying that you, you get this free pass to be a crummy person just because everybody has a shadow side. But we're saying instead, how can you think of these shadowy pieces as information as illumination, right? Because I do think that there's a difference between if we do decide, I want to fix this part, I want to change this, I want to heal this, transmute it, I want to work with this piece of my shadow. There's a difference between changing those things that we've come to that awareness on our own, we've come to that realization and that recognition on our own, or we're changing pieces of ourselves to make someone else happy or to make society happy, or to fit into some mold or some box, because all you're really doing is creating another shadow piece of yourself by doing that, right? So there's absolutely a difference between becoming aware, seeking the wisdom, recognizing why this is true for you, where it comes from, how it shows up for you, okay? Sitting in that awareness, and then you know, immediately working to fix it. That's kind of one mistake, right? The mistake we've been talking about mostly today. But also another mistake is then having that awareness and then acting shitty anyway, <laughs> being a jerk anyway, right? Or just being defensive about it. Oh yeah, that's that's just because that's my shadow. That's who I am. So until we can really get the soul calling, the soul recognition that 
it's time to let this go or it's time to shift this or it's time to uh, metamorphosize this. The awareness is the peace. The acceptance is the peace. We become aware of it. Yep, this happened. This is my pattern. This is how it, it shows up. I've seen it in this relationship. I've seen it in this situation. Yeah, now that all makes sense, right? That's the awareness. And then we get to, hmm, okay. I understand now. I understand how this keeps showing up for me. I understand why I keep making these choices. And I own that. And I own that. That's the radical acceptance. Now, that doesn't mean that you're taking responsibility for your abuser or you're taking responsibility for this person, right? You don't need to shoulder that. You are not at fault for things that have happened to you. But you can make a connection between the thing and your choices, the thing and your behaviors since becoming aware of that connection. There's a difference between looking at the things that are truly maladaptive, the things that are our choices, the things that are perpetuated by us and the things that happen to us. Okay. So I want to make that distinction clear. Ownership is not about fault. Okay. They're, they're very different. You are not at fault for the shadowy things. You can see the connection between the shadowy things and the way you carry yourself and conduct yourself and interact with interrelate with your world today and okay? no person is ever going to be perfect right hey sister interrupting real quick to let you know about something exciting that's coming up we're starting to tiptoe into autumn here in the northern hemisphere which means we're on the threshold of shadow season this is when the darker energies come out to play and our womb spaces are ripe for alchemical healing which all sounds really yummy and witchy, but it's also an important season on your feminine journey. See, there's no such thing as only love and light. We need to venture into the depths and into the darkness so that we can come to terms with the things that are no longer serving us and bring our energy and intention to releasing them. And I'm just gonna be real honest and say it, this is something that needs to be done safely and done well. Shadow work can be tough and it isn't a joke which is why it might be best for you to do it with a trauma-informed and seasoned guide. You're listening to this podcast, so I know you're somebody who's ready to bravely work toward becoming your most embodied and mystical self. You just need some grounded guidance that's going to walk you through the shadowy parts without getting bogged down, stuck, or overly focused on healing every single thing about you. That is why we're doing a live wisdom event on Monday, August 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, and it's called Womb Work, three energies to support you in your shadow work, even if you're new to the dark side. During this event, I'm sharing the three best divine feminine energies to work with when you're diving into the depths. You'll meet the archetypes, learn what wisdom and medicine each one holds for you, we'll even weave in some embodiment practices so you can awaken these energies inside yourself and inside your soul. This way you can recognize that you have everything you need inside to work with your shadow and to integrate it so that you can become the next most healed version of yourself. I can't wait to hang out with you live, but if you can't make it, there will be a replay. So go ahead and register and um, we will see each other very soon. 
head on over to rootedfeminine.com shadow to save your spot. I was saying this earlier before, this is not the goal of spiritual work, right? Western religion, Christianity and others teach us that we are to change ourselves to somehow become more divine-like and emulate this Christ-like perfection in the hopes of someday getting into heaven. But what we're really working with here, we're working with these concepts and these energetics that you are already divine. Heaven is already here on this planet in your body. And so it's not about trying to become more perfect. It's not about trying to become more divine. You are already divine. So you don't need to think about all these shadowy parts and, oh, I've got to stop this and quit that and be different here and never do this again because that makes me more spiritual or that makes me more um, Christ-like. That makes me more perfect. That makes me more divine. Actually, the divine act is sitting with that. The divine act is listening for the wisdom. The divine act is going into your body where your divinity already lives. And sensing into that. Okay, we're spiritual beings having human experiences, and that includes our shadow. So we don't have to fix or heal every certain aspect. Okay. It's about the awareness, it's about the ownership that we've talked about. It's about aware, awareness, acceptance, ownership. That's if I were to say it goes in a path, which it all cycles around and spirals around anyway. But if it did go in any kind of linear path, that would be it. Awareness, acceptance, ownership. Hey, we still have the ability to have great relationships with ourselves, great relationships with others without having to change, without having to fix. Being aware of how our shadow shows up is important. It's going to help those relationships be healthier, happier, funner, more fun, whatever, <laughs> with others and with ourselves, okay? But not everything needs healing. Not everything needs to transmute or shift or change. And certainly not all of the time. Okay, your soul will know. Your soul will know when it's time to make the shift, when it's time to make the change. Until then, it's about regularly reflecting. Regularly understanding. Becoming aware of your beliefs, your patterns. Um, so hopefully this gives you a little bit of lightness. Hopefully this helps you not feel so ingrained or enmeshed in the shadow work. We can stop trying to focus on fixing the shadow. And like I said before, work on befriending the shadow. Because when we're aware of why we make the choices we do and why we act the way we do, that's when we can truly come to love ourselves in our totality and in our wholeness where we can learn to trust ourselves and where we can learn to take up the space that we deserve, knowing that we do not have to be perfect. We are already divine. We are already deserving, right? So again, I would love for you to join us for our upcoming event on August 21st. If you are ready to bring consciousness, bring awareness 
bring intention to your shadow without trying to feel like you have to fix everything or heal everything in a more befriending way. Friend, not fix. Um, you are more than welcome to join us for womb work. We're going to be going through three energies that are going to support your shadow work, even if you've not done it before, even if you're new to the dark side. So we'll be working with my three favorite divine feminine archetypes that help us and guide us and, and work with us in the shadow. Uh, we're going to explore the archetypes, understand what the energetics are, how to work with them, how they help us. And we will be doing some practices. So you'll get to actually embody these energies and work with them so that you can feel it and you can know how to do this. And then you can go ahead and do it on your own anytime. So again, that is going to be Monday, August 21st, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. There will be a replay. So go ahead and register, even if you're not sure if you can make it. But if you do want that sisterhood, if you want that support, if you want to do this in a spiritual circle, do try and come live so you can experience that feeling. All right. So to save your spot, just head on over to rootedfeminine.com slash shadow. And I cannot wait to talk with you next week. And I'll see you right back here next time in Temple Space. Thank you so much for listening to Rooted Feminine. For show notes, links, downloads, head over to rootedfeminine.com slash podcast, where you'll be able to build a deeper relationship with me and the show, as well as sink into all past episodes. If you loved what you heard today, it would be so kind of you to share it with your divine feminine friends, subscribe to the show, and even leave a review. Cannot wait to connect with you next week.